Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 210. It's called A is for Appointments. It was published on Thursday the 17th of December 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and in a few minutes I'll be joined by David Wormsley for that podcast episode. But before then, a couple of bits of housekeeping. I just want to keep you informed about various things that are happening at WP Builds. We produce a bit of content each week, quite a bit in fact, and I'm going to explain how it works because we are chopping and changing it, trying different things out. But every Thursday the podcast comes out. That's what you're listening to right now. That comes out at 1pm UK time. But we're fiddling with a new format for the things that happen at the beginning of the week. On Monday, we've started something called This Week in WordPress. Now, if you've been a WP Builds listener for a long time, you'll know this as WP Builds Weekly WordPress News, and it's live. It's a live video, and I'm joined each week by Paul Lacey and some notable WordPress guests. You can join us at wpbuilds.com forward slash live, 1pm UK time. Why not join in the conversation? We post lots of the comments onto the screen. It's very nice. And what we do is we go through the WordPress news for the previous week. And we we just have a jolly nice time and I'd love for you to join us. WPBuilds.com forward slash live. And then the notes that we've cribbed from become a newsletter the following day. So that's Tuesday. And in that newsletter, I break down all of the different pieces that we've talked about in the previous week and add a whole bunch more in as well and also link to the video from the previous day so that's all encapsulated in this thing called this week in wordpress and it happens live on a monday and then there's a newsletter on a tuesday Anyway, that was a long ramble, but what I was trying to say there was head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe if you want to keep in touch. There's a form on there, and if you fill out that form, we will stick you on our newsletter and keep you in touch with all of that. You'll probably notice there's another form as well, and that's so that we can keep you in touch with deals and things that are going on during the week in WordPress. Perhaps a plugin will reduce in price, and we'll be able to notify you about that. There's also buttons on there to join us in our Facebook group. It's a really nice, thriving Facebook group, 2,700 plus WordPressers, and it's very, very polite. So if that's your thing, go to the wpbuilds.com Facebook group and you can see the buttons on that page. There's also links to our YouTube channel and Twitter feed and so on as well. Another thing I want to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, a searchable, filterable list of WordPress deals. You can go there and get yourself some money off. I keep saying it's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week. And the final bit of housekeeping, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise, if you would like to have your product or service put in front of a WordPress-specific audience. A bit like AB Split Test have done. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Check it out. Get a free demo. absplittest.com Okie dokie, let's get on with the main event, shall we? This is the first in 26 episodes, a new series, if you like, and it's called the A to Z of WordPress, or A to Z, depending on where you live, of WordPress. And the idea is that each time David and I have a discussion, we're now going to go through the alphabet, starting with A, ending in Z, and discussing something related to that. So A is for appointments, and that's what we're doing first. Next time, it'll be B, and so on and so forth. But today, talking about appointments, Appointments. I have no doubt that you've had a need online to book something yourself, or possibly you have a system whereby you allow people to book your time or your services, products, and so on. And WordPress has got a whole bunch of ways of doing this. There's loads of plugins, so we go through what we know about and what we've tried, what works, what didn't. But we also talk about whether maybe it might be better to ditch WordPress altogether and go with a SaaS solution. It's a lovely idea. Stick with the series. I hope that you enjoy it, and I hope specifically that you enjoy this episode. Hello, this is the first of our new series of chats, which is called the A to Z 
or Z if you're in America of WordPress. And the idea is that over 26 episodes, we will have covered all of the major aspects of building sites with WordPress. That's right, isn't it, Nathan? Yes, everything. By the end cover. of by the end of the 26 episodes, there will be nothing that we haven't covered. <laughs> every single thing. Now it's an interesting <laughs> idea, though. So we're taking every letter of the alphabet one at a time, yeah. going in alphabetical order. So we're starting at A. Next next time will be B, and I'm sure you can work out from there how it goes. And um, no, finally no, getting to Z, and X is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we're starting. This one is appointments, and it's going to include bookings and events and ticketing and all that kind of stuff yeah um we could have put it under b but we've got something for b so yes hmm. yes this is how our system works we just pick something which roughly fits to a letter of the alphabet and we'll go for it so this is appointments but like you say it could have been ticketing events bookings but appointments worked very well for a so let's go with it <laughs> yeah and honestly i've seen such a demand for wordpress solutions for this for taking kind of bookings and i'm sure it must be COVID-19 inspired this more people are needing to uh, you know think about online more so I don't know have you spotted that yeah well I haven't really seen an upswell on it but there's no doubt that there has been an upswell but because I'm sort of not building so many client sites anymore but um, yeah, I think this is a, a real strength of something that the internet, not necessarily WordPress, but let's just talk mm. about appointments in a more sort of generic way. This is such a fabulous, unexpected consequence of the internet. You know, you go back sort of 20 years, who would have thought that we'd be carrying mm. around a little mobile phone and who would have thought that you could book your favorite service, whatever that might be, you know, it might be I mean, crikey, the list is literally endless. It could be an estate agent, a vet, it could be your hair appointment, it could be something to do with a hotel or a holiday. You can book mm. all of it in such a speedy and, and, you know, just fail-safe way these days. And I think this is such a brilliant aspect of the internet. I mean, I I do this all the time. I mean, the, not a mm -hmm. week goes by where I'm not booking something. And you know, like I said, it could be a car appointment to get my, to get the mechanic to look at something, or it could be, you know, going off to the vet or something like that. But I'm I'm literally using this all the time, and I, I can't see this going away. I can't see the internet being replaced. You know, going back to telephones and what have you, because yeah. it's so great, isn't it? You know, you sync up your booking system with your calendar of choice. I, I use Google Calendar. I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people. And again, if you've ever implemented one of these booking solutions, it will check if you're available. Mm. And so no more phoning up the, the vet, say. To say, have you, got an, have you got any availability on Wednesday? No. Thursday? No. Friday? Yeah. 12 o'clock. Oh, I can't do 12. Can we go for my... And so this conversation goes on, whereas now you can see on a website when somebody's available. And it's just fabulous. I do this for the podcast, and there's no way I could keep up with all of the appointments that we have for the podcast because it would just be a slew of back and forth emails, back and forth, back and forth. Can you do this date? Can you do this? Just put a booking calendar up and, mm. and you're done. And increasingly... I'm seeing this as the mode of choice for everybody to book virtually everything. You know, you want to have a chat with me, book it in. You want to have an appointment with me about your website, book it in. You want to go to the vet, book it in. It's just brilliant. I love it. There's there's nothing about the system that I dislike. I think it's fabulous. But I happen <laughs> to know that there's a lot of people who are really reluctant to use booking systems, not just because it may stray into problems of legality but um i know i know several people who literally won't touch it with a barge pole for their business even though i know that it would make their business more um well easier to run possibly even more profitable they just don't like the robotic feel of it they like to be on the phone they like to talk to people they like to be able to say okay yeah we can do it but that'll only take 10 minutes you know and have that kind of interaction with people and work out the appropriate times and to my mind this is crazy talk you should be using <laughs> online calendars but they don't and they they just don't want to get involved in it yeah well it just makes me worry about where we're going in the future because I, I am one of these people who I've got if somebody wants to have a chat with me there's a 
there's a system I've got for booking the chat time with my availability. If they want to book my time for work, there's a calendar to know when I'm available. So I actually get quite frustrated if there's people who might I might be working with who um, actually want to have a chat with me about when I might be available. And I just think, <laughs> because when you do these chats, they're just, just so annoying because I might say my bit and then they'll say when they're around and I can't see what they've got on and they can't see what I've got on. And I just think this is just pointless chat. But I just think what worries me about this is that it's probably just my intolerance of people these days. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, but That's it's interesting. That. Yeah, because we've all got to, the, or at least I have. I mean, you and I yeah. sit on a computer for significant amounts of the day, yeah. and and we've sat there and worked out how these systems work, and it's it, terribly efficient for us. You know, we've set the calendar mm. up, we've linked the calendar to a booking system, be that WordPress or SaaS, whatever. And we know how it works and we've we've organized the free busy times of the appointments and the length of the appointments and what they're supposed to be about and all of the follow up emails and all of that kind of stuff. But I just think for that, for a lot of people, that is far too much faff. I also do wonder, I wonder what the drop off rate is for people who just don't follow through with booking appointments. So let's take the example of, I don't know, let's take the example of a hairdresser or something like that. I wonder if you only had on your website yeah. a booking system, what the proportion of people who would be confronted with that as the only way of booking you, what it what the drop-off rate would be. You know, my, my mm. assumption is that a lot of people would like to phone up and check who they're going to get and what, you know, how long it's going to take and um, I don't know where they can park and all the other interesting questions that might go around a booking. So whilst it's, whilst it's, I think, the best way of doing this kind of stuff, I can also see how robotic it feels and how impersonal it feels. And it's probably not the right solution for everybody, or at least it's not the right exclusive solution. What about when you think about that? That's okay. So when you've got personal services, you might want to talk to your hairdresser or or whatever, vets even. But maybe with things like hotels, um, that's really pretty much for most people the only option they've got, isn't it? Now, because yeah. we have hotels.coms, bookings.com, no one thinks – well, I could be wrong because I don't know anybody who runs hotels, but I, I think you know those – Websites where they might put their own number on there probably don't get rung at all. I think everybody just knows that's that's how you book a room these days. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't really know. I, I, I suspect there's a there's a real boundary in the kind of profession that you're in. You know, hotels seems to have gone entirely online, the booking for it. But um, but other things definitely aren't. Uh, you know, again, using the example of the vet that I've done countless times already in this podcast, that's just for me. That's a phone call. It, I don't even know if they have a booking system. I could see that that would be good. But things tend to overrun, don't they, with um, with things like vets and doctors. You know, at a 10-minute appointment, upon presenting your cat or whatever it might be, the, the vet suddenly realizes, actually, we're going to be here for 40 minutes or more. And everybody's appointments get shuffled down. And the booking system doesn't accommodate mm. for that, does it? Whereas having people sitting in a waiting room and all of those kind of things is 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 appropriate in that setting. But you you, you know you, you can't have a waiting room for a hotel. Uh, you know you expect the room to be available at twelve o'clock on the day that you <laughs> yeah. show up, regardless. So there are certain situations yeah. where it fits and certain situations where it doesn't. But I would be surprised if anybody listening to this podcast hasn't got something like this implemented either in their own website business or in client website businesses because it's just it's just a no-brainer it's so cool yeah again i mean with the hotels and that i guess the same is gonna most people know that they would need to book their events online i would think in theaters and cinemas and stuff like that most mm. of the time i think it must be moving to that direction rather than needing to make a phone call these yes. days yeah the, the 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 sort of the difficulty i suppose with all this stuff <clears> is that the the booking system that you're presented with it does make the the complexity of what's going on in the background. It, it makes it from the the end user's point of view disappear. So, for example, if I go on to I don't know, let's say Bookings dot com, which I never have done, I confess. But it, that's for hotels, right? Booking dot com. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So if you go on to there and let's say that you're looking for hotels in a particular city in Spain, for example, and you find that there's a bunch of hotels available, and you know it shows you that on the dates that you want to go, there are 92 hotels available and you click on the one that you like the best and you see that there's 24 mm. rooms available and you click on the budget that you've got and you pick the room. I mean, you imagine 
all of the complicated queries that have gone on to to take mm-hmm. you on that journey. It's phenomenal. And when we get into the conversation about WordPress, I think it's the complicated nature of it that makes me a bit nervous of WordPress being given this job. Because for something dead simple, like I'm booking David Wormsley or Nathan Wrigley for an hour on a day yeah. where there's probably going to be no other appointments. In other words, there might be one overlapping thing, but that's about it. But you're booking, it's a one-to-one transaction. You're just looking for free busy on that one thing. That is really, I'm sure that that's fine. You know, a little WordPress install can do that. Yeah. But when, when you get up to the level of, okay, we are an entire country of hotels then we drill down to the city level of hotels. Then we drill down to the, the hotel itself and the, the permutations of rooms and what's available and when does it start to mm. be available and when does it finish being available. I'm starting to get nervous now that WordPress isn't really a system built to handle that kind of information. Yeah, I feel very much that. I, I, I've i stuck with only WordPress solutions when it's really a simple interaction because I just think... My, there's two angles, I guess, at this one is it's the reliability of the plugins and the longstanding of kind of bookings and uh, appointments plugins that there are. But there's also the inevitability that you're going to be then filling up your database, which is there really to be serving your website with appointments. And I just you've got a compromise there, haven't you? Straight away, you've you've <laughs> you've kind of taking away resources from delivering those pages yeah. for your booking system. So mm, there I, are, I mean, I think I've been with, with clients. I mean, it's always been the, the most difficult thing. We've had so many clients before over time who have had various rooms that they want to let out. And I've never yet come up with the solution in WordPress for them. You mean in terms of being able to, so are we talking about like a small hotel or something where there's maybe five or six yeah. or 10 rooms? And so it's got to be able to, the system itself has got to be able to figure out that on these dates, these rooms are available for this length of time. Yes, yeah, so there is a ton going on in that, isn't there? You know, if you actually think mm-hmm. about the conversation that you would have with a person at the end of the phone, you know, if you phoned them up and said, um, I'm looking to come between this date and that date, and then immediately the phone would go quiet and somebody would say, hang on a minute, I'm just having a look. And they'll go into yeah. their calendar or their paper ledger and, um, yeah, we've got we've got three rooms available. Okay, um, what size is that? And then they go back to the ledger. Each question leads to more um, more filtering of the data. And, and a human, it would take ages to do this stuff. And in a sense, we're expecting a WordPress database to do this stuff as well. And it's not, as you said, it's not really performant for that, is it? No, well, there's lots of solutions. If you've, I mean, if you've got one room, WordPress can really sort you out. There's lots of yes. situations there. But really, what most people want to do when it comes to booking a place, it is they want to put in the dates that they're looking at first, and then that's got to serve back the available rooms for that date. Yep. And that's the problem, isn't it? Always with this. So there isn't well that's that's not true there are some products which look fantastic out there the one i know of and in fact i bought is moto press as own hotels bookings which kind of does all that but i do know through setting it up myself that this is kind of database heavy you know there's a whole bunch of tables that are going to go in and it's really connecting it up so your your website becomes heavy in the same way that it does when you put in something like woocommerce it becomes a lot heavier with Mm with WordPress. So yeah, I've never felt comfortable with a solution for that. And that's why I kind of would say to people, well, go find your third party app that I just do brochure sites effectively. I can show off your rooms on your, (laughs) on your site, but when it comes to bookings, maybe you'll need to make the decision, not me on that. Yeah. I suppose the reason why this is scary from, uh, from our perspective, building this kind of stuff into client websites is that let's say for example, that you had, I don't know, 50 different content types in your WordPress website, and you were trying to display posts of those Mm. 50 different websites, uh, sorry, 50 different content types that, that that's far less scary because there's no money involved and the worst that you'll get is probably the wrong things displaying on the front end oh yeah we should have we should have six of those content types yeah. and then we should have six of those and so on it's fine you know everybody can yeah. wrangle that and, and nobody's going to probably lose the plot because it's not working but 
if if you're building a website for a hotelier and something mm. goes wrong, this is catastrophically bad. You know, somebody might literally show up to to a hotel in a different country with their bags packed and their family in tow and no uh we we we're expecting you next week sir or we don't have any record of it uh, obviously i'm dramatizing it this is probably mm-hmm. a ridiculous mm-hmm. proposition but you could see the point the seriousness of this starts mm. to become well to me the the seesaw has tipped onto the negative side at this point the using wordpress to to do this starts to become i don't know i'm i'm getting really nervous now in the same way that i do with complicated e-commerce stuff i'm just not that i'm just not that way inclined i just don't want to touch it with a barge pole what do you think are there certain instances are we basically saying for anything one-on-one where if it's one customer books one thing on the other end we're happier with that than we are when it goes to one to many suddenly Yes, I am. Well, I'm I'm very happy with um, the setup I've got for booking work. So people book a date and on my um, site for our build days, and um, that's always worked perfectly. And that's um, a WordPress that I'm using. Actually, we were confused over what it was called. I'll say it's bookingswp.com. It is where the plugin is, but it's actually. Um, WordPress appointments for or, or appointments for WooCommerce, I think, and that that works perfectly for me. It does a simple thing. They're only booking my time, pretty, pretty much one day. Nothing ever goes wrong. Where I get scared because I looked into it because I was so desperate to try and help some people who had multiple rooms and keep those kind of clients and see if I could find a solution that wasn't the third parties that they had. That I wanted, but I realized how confusing that can get because most of these people who are booking out rooms, they they are also listing themselves with hotels.com, yeah. bookings.com, and all of the other. Um, who are the other ones? There's a few others, aren't there? Yeah, are things there? like uh, TripAdvisor. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but basically the, yeah. the big websites that most of us go to that kind of amalgamate all this content from around the web and put it onto their, you know, their yeah. their website. Yeah. And they have a system, don't they, where you can share that information. So if you're doing that in WordPress, then you have to link into that system of when it's booked somewhere else. It tells you to move it from your calendar as well. And you just think, wow, so many moving parts with that. But, you know, I will will say, um, in my experience, the people who have use third parties for this uh, are not entirely happy they've had their own problems with double booking so maybe if i was trying to do it with wordpress it would be no different to what they've got with third parties the i suppose that the difference there though is that if if you were using a third party um so let's say SaaS for the sake of argument a third party SaaS solution for and again let's go with the example of hotels mm. at least you can go to that third party company and say look mm. i've got this problem this clear, clearly there's a, a software bug or something. Can you fix it, please? And and that's that's their business to do that. Whereas if that same person comes to you, you know, you're busy yeah. building other WordPress websites and doing other things. Suddenly you've got to try and get a fix for a plugin that you probably have no insight into how it works. You just know that something's broken. Um, that's a real difficulty. You know, going to the company makes life easy. They know what they're doing. That's all they do. They're just doing bookings for hotels and great. But coming to you, there's a, th- you know, there's like an intermediate <laughs> yeah. layer. You've got to fix a plugin or at least get a, a solution from the software vendor. You're standing in the middle with an angry client on one side and a maybe perhaps communicative or not communicative, communicative plugin developer on yeah. the other. And eesh, it's your worst nightmare. <laughs> We're we're both very conservative. We're very cautious about what mm. we'll take on. I think, and that's uh, that's so we're always going to come to that conclusion. If we know we can control it fairly simply, and there's not big losses at the other end, we're not we're you know we're okay. But if it's something where we could be culpable for it and take on large responsibility for somebody losing money, we're going to steer clear of it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. That just <laughs> uh, just occurs to me that we've missed out a, a fairly important bit. David put together some show notes, and um, you've got this why section which we've missed out altogether, which I think would be 
a really useful thing. You've got a few bullet points in there, which I think oh, yeah. really demonstrate why this is so powerful, though. And, you know, put put aside David and I's concerns and just assume that everything works perfectly and we live in magical fairy tale land for a moment. The, um, <laughs> the, the most beguiling one, I think, is that you can um, you can just automate everything. And assu- again, assuming everything's working OK. Just not having to answer the phone, not having to pick up and waste your time, you know, and not having to say, yes, I'm free now. No, I'm not free then. It's showing that you're free and available here and not free and available there. That's a huge time time suck that's, that you've saved. It's fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. And and I forgot those points, actually. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for reminding mm. me. Yeah, the next one was that, you know, suiting customers use of tech today and i think probably if you've only got the phone as a way of taking appointments then you know the opposite argument that you could be losing people because they will only now do things via their mobile and that's probably going to increase isn't it i would imagine that's absolutely true of the generation that are now growing up is that their expectation yeah. is that they could book almost anything where there's uh you know money involved or time involved or whatever almost anything can be booked online and that the phone is the is the backup process when something yeah. goes wrong so you know you can't avoid this if you've got a business selling stuff selling a a space selling um your time or whatever it just doesn't make sense not to have it because this is the way everybody's doing it and the interfaces now are so sublimely cool i mean mm. my, my the one that i like the look of the best is calendly um it's not the one i actually use but i like the look of it the best you know you've got the you've got the days of the the week oh, sorry the 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 dates of the month put on the left hand side and then you pick the one which suits you best and then then little buttons appear on the right hand side showing the times available and you click on that and then it becomes the book button so the you know the thing that you're the time that you want to actually book this in um is the is the button and you enter your details and you're good to go and um you know it only shows the ones that are available it shows you mm. like for how long they're available it's it's absolutely brilliant can't fault it at all mm. i mean maybe there's an improvement to be made there but i just think it's wonderful really easy to understand and the kids get it straight away mm. yeah <laughs> you know it's good um do you know i'm wondering about the, because i say I've, I've seen more people asking for WordPress solutions for bookings and often these questions are not specifying what they actually need it for um, and I was saying it's maybe COVID-19 do you think it's probably do you think would we'll just be increased demand for this in WordPress just because of technology changes as I, I was mentioning or do you think this has been boosted as it has been for sure with e-commerce because of COVID-19 and the you know the demands on us now to reduce that personal contact. Yeah, I don't really have any insight into this until it's all over, but it, you're absolutely right. I mean, everything has gone uh, online. So a, a good example would be where I live. If you wanted to phone up and get a pizza ordered, the the way mm. the way to do that literally was to phone up. That was the most mm. efficient way of doing it. And then now, during the COVID time, all of the pizza places where I live have now gone online you know you book um you're not booking time or anything you're literally booking a pizza and so obviously there's been a lot of work done by web developers quite a lot of wordpress web developers building out these solutions where people can order this stuff online and and it just seems like everybody has jumped on the bandwagon whether it's you know scheduling zoom calls between you and your colleagues or whether it's you know booking a a restaurant slot or what have you i i think you're right i think there has been a bit of a sea change you know it only takes five one two three four five percent of people to start to move in this direction and you know you get this landslide and yeah loads of the local businesses where i live have done this whether or not that sticks i don't know i don't know whether people will be hankering for the old ways you know maybe maybe it will become more important to pick the phone up again we want to communicate in that way more but i feel that this is now part of the culture it's just the way it's going to be done from now on yeah and um, one of my whys for having a, a booking system it's my primary one yeah uh, with my business is getting folks to pay up front yep. Yep. <laughs> for yep. stuff which i really like because if they pay then they're serious aren't do, they do you and find they've got the booking do you so obviously if you're bu- booking a commodity like a hotel 
um, mm. you, you're totally familiar with that and you yeah. just get that that's the process and you're going to pay up front, whether that's a deposit or the full amount, not really important, but you, you're happy to pay at that point. Do you find it easy to get to get your your time booked for money with a booking system? Do you find that an easy thing to do? Do you, you, know, do, do you get any pushback and people saying, can I pay you after the fact? Or even, well, I don't know if I'll be 100% able to show up, so I'm not quite willing to pay for it now. Does it like thoroughly work well it seems to do mm. yeah i think i've only had one person just ask because and they use covid19 as the way that's delays on payments we've got other things going on etc etc is there any other payment options you have to uh, you know uh, pay over the longer term and i just said no yeah <laughs> and they just they just booked the time that they would have booked and but it's only one situation and i was actually surprised because of our business you know everybody's talking generally about how you charge clients or chasing money or, you know, the usual 50% upfront and then on delivery or whatever. Uh, when I switched to that pay upfront, uh, admittedly it's only small amounts because they're only booking uh, kind of one week's work. Well, the booking 16 hours mm. is the kind of minimum. So it's not a huge amount of money that they're paying up mm. front, but you know, the weird thing is no one ever thought, and I guess it wouldn't have worked unless I'd had online a booking system. Yeah. <laughs> if I'd have had to say, you have to pay me up front now <laughs> uh, and I'll send you the invoice, I don't think it would have worked. But the fact that it's online and there's, there's our system online, you can go on there, you book in your date and then it takes your money. I, I think that makes it work. Yeah, it's an interesting notion, isn't it? If if you actually are talking to somebody, you've got the you've got the option to push back a little bit. But if you're literally yeah. confronted with a booking system where, look, if you want to do this, there's nobody to argue with. It's just push the button and pay the money. That's what you're yeah. gonna to have to The reason I asked was because in most situations, in in like the real world, and again I'm thinking of hairdressers and um, you know, vets and what have you, you usually mm. pay after the thing has happened. Um, mm. You know, you, you get whatever it is that you need. And as you're walking out, you, you pay the money or maybe you get an invoice through the post or whatever it is. So it's just fascinating that maybe even that's a shift, you know, paying for things up front. I mean, obviously, but, there's loads of things that you do that in the real world, but um, paying paying up front. Yeah, I'm pleased that it's working out for you. That's great. Well, I, I think who knows, maybe it doesn't, uh, but I, I, no one's, you know, questioned it because when I suggested doing this with my colleague, she's used to sending the invoice and waiting up to 30 days to get paid. God knows where that comes from. Mm. This was slightly, slightly off with our topic, but yeah, I always wonder where these traditions have gone, but you know, just swapping it. So if you turn it into a product, basically everybody expects when they buy something online as a product, even though they don't have it the moment they pay, they they pay you know yeah it's going to come via amazon so yeah. it's only services and i think the only reason services are, are not pe uh, not normally charging that way is because they don't know what to charge so if you go to your vet because your cat's sick they won't know how much to charge you until they look at your cat yeah that's a good point yeah yeah that's a good point yeah you may you may consume some pharmaceuticals that are very expensive and so on yeah good point so should we get into the subject of like SaaS versus wordpress in other words what wordpress has to <laughs> offer that at least that we know of um yeah. i'm sure that we're going to miss a laundry load of different options yeah. but you're definitely ahead in terms of knowledge with with um with WordPress options, because I only know of a couple and only a couple that I've implemented, whereas you seem over the years to have followed or at least tried out a, a whole variety of different things. So should we just name them and and um, and say whatever we've got to say about them? Hmm. Well, I mean, really, I suppose I came into trying out bookings options when there was a payment system that I understood, which was WooCommerce. So the biggest excitement for me was the kind of official um, WooCommerce bookings plugin, mm. which, you know, was there to take care of all those kind of individual services, the things that we'd be more comfortable with, um, you know, when somebody wants to book a hairdresser, it was really aimed at those kind of things. It wasn't aimed so much and still isn't at, unless you've got one, room to book it doesn't really work um and that was okay and and that really got me started because i i really wanted um i can't remember why i wanted that originally in the first place a mm. booking system so i did i did work with that for some time but shall i just shall i just mention it yeah yeah it's, it, yeah the I'm ones not, that you yeah. not with it definitely 
Well, it had two things. It was interesting because following the whole conversation as that bookings plugin came out, you realized as they as people wanted to use it, they had really huge requirements on it. So certain people needed there to be certain different breaks depending on what time gaps in between appointments became complicated. Something you mentioned to me before we were chatting about a new thing. This is moving on to the SAS about you can somebody you might need to allow somebody to pick their own time slots mm. <laughs> um, and all those kind of things. So you realize how a simple booking thing isn't so simple as it really is quite complex depending on who's using it. And mm. particularly if you've got multiple people, say your hairdressers and you've got, uh, I don't know, seven stylists, all who need to take their own independent bookings, it can, becomes very complex. But sorry, but for me, I moved off that one for my simple use because it had two failings for me, something requested for, for some time, and that was uh, Google Calendar integration. Okay. And also, surprisingly, um, there's no way with the official one to be able to put a short code in somewhere else in your WordPress site and have it show. So it kind of has to work within a WooCommerce um, product page. Is it so a popular one? Limited. I mean, it being the official WooCommerce bookings plugin feels like it would it be the be. one that gets you know installed by default and tried out by everybody. But having um, having no Google Calendar integration does seem like a, a bit of a yawning gap there. Yeah, and I'm really surprised mm. by that. Uh, probably by the time we put this out, we'll have yeah. mended yeah, that. But suddenly, it has been yeah. <laughs> it has been going on for some years, um, and I would have thought it was a, a key thing. But uh, yeah, so that's why I went to my appointments for WooCommerce because it kind of it, it basically it was the short code I wanted to be able to put it outside. I wanted to be able to use it for me mm. um, with my page builder and place it with my. Thema, right anywhere know, else in a different on, place yeah, yeah so yeah that's what moved me over but um i mean i i mean i'm quite happy i think both of those are, are pretty reliable um it, for simple use and the, the one that you currently use has just recently had a branding change as you mentioned earlier it's now called bookingwp.com but it was previously yeah. called what i don't remember they, hmm. they were I think this is just kind of a bit of a runaway success they've had with this plugin. Perhaps people who wanted that Google Calendar integration and shortcodes have come to it, and they were. I, I can't remember. You, sorry, I should have had a look at no, this, but right. they were some sort of theme company beforehand, okay. and it was sold on their site um, that had other themes on it. So they rebranded after I bought it to this and took this name, Bookings WP. Which makes it a bit confusing, doesn't it? Mm, mm, yeah, it's not called it's not called that. What what is the in, in your case? Why why the the reliance on WooCommerce on your simple site? What what is it that you're connecting with WooCommerce that that means that you can't use a totally separate non WooCommerce bookings plugin? Yeah, I don't know, I and mean, maybe you know. Thinking again, it maybe it was a mistake to go the whole WooCommerce route. I mean, I, effectively, I'm selling products, so and one of those products was my time, yeah. so I wanted it for that. And also, it, for my business, that I've got other things that WooCommerce can deliver. So I basically subscriptions is part of my thing. So okay. I wanted it all into the same package, if you like. But if it was just booking my time to do work on a site, then maybe. The, the WooCommerce route wouldn't have been there, but it makes sense. Yeah, you know, given subscriptions and other things that go with my setup. Okay, so it it's kind of like a legacy thing. It did a bunch of stuff, which at the time felt yeah. like it could expand and grow, or maybe just was the best fit at the time. But now, maybe that if mm. you were looking at it again, you'd go for something a bit a bit more uh, bespoke and separated from WooCommerce. Okay, what else is there in the WooCommerce space? Um, well, there are a bunch of, because uh, I haven't tested those. The one that was around earlier was, I think it said Tai Chi software, their version of a WooCommerce booking plugin, um, Indian company, longstanding, they were around. So they, I, th I think that one had some problems in the early days. It now appears to have good reviews. So I, I, I really don't know. I haven't tried some of those, but there's a whole bunch, I think, of, WooCommerce alternatives. There's another one by Plugin Hive as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I haven't tried them. And Yith as well. Yith. Oh, yes. Yith, of course. 
Yeah. Well, really, anything you want in WooCommerce is pretty much available through Yith. Um, good competitor, aren't they? I'm yeah. Kind yeah. of pleased they're around. <laughs> well, we should say that uh, all of the links. Well, we will. I'll put all of the links for everything that we've just mentioned because we've kind of just mentioned them by name. But I'll put all the <coughs> links in the show notes so that you can access those ones. Um, is that your list of WooCommerce ones over with? What have you got? WooCommerce bookings, Yith WooCommerce mm. booking, booking WP dot com this plugin mm. hive one um and then this tai chi's software or tai chi i don't know how you pronounce that software mm. as well so that's quite a few just connected to woocommerce it's definitely got the lion's share of the uh, the pie <laughs> yeah then we've got well the one we haven't mentioned um which i have tried a little bit the events calendar that's um, totally separate from woocommerce though isn't it this is just a, yes it is. install it yeah. in any website woocommerce not required and so on yeah okay mm. Yeah, sorry, no, sorry, I was just moving on to kind of the more specialist um, WP stuff because mm-hmm. events calendar is well known. I mean, they've got their own competition now. There's quite a number of those type of things, things that will do ticketing for events and things as well. Yeah, I, I confess. And will link in. They, they it will link a, in, won't it? Well, I don't with, really know, to be honest. I just know that their their reputation goes before them. It, it would seem in the in the forums and the... Um, Facebook groups that I frequent, if somebody wants to do events, this one absolutely is the one that everybody seems to recommend wholeheartedly. Uh, Theeventscalendar.com from Modern Tribe. Tribe, Um, yes. And it just seems to have a stellar reputation. I I haven't used it, so I can't say, but it definitely seems to get, um, get, get rave reviews. And it's for, it's for events, as the title suggests, you know, real world physical events. I, bet they have done you know i bet they've seen a a lot of growth during the last six months or so you know just people trying to run events and sell tickets and book certain types of events with their uh, sorry with their wordpress site i bet they've i bet they've had stratospheric growth yeah i mean i did use it i mean i used it on a client site and it got replaced it wasn't kind of needed just for its kind of calendaring they didn't they weren't selling any events on that so i've no experience with that but uh, uh, yeah, they seem to have got a monopoly. I think it's because the the developers themselves have got a fairly good reputation in in WordPress, and they've been around for a long time. So yeah. I think it's often seen as the one. Yeah. And even for Beaver Builder users like us, there's an integration with the Beaver Thema and this as well. Yes, so. that's true. Yes, I had forgotten that actually. Mm. So it works out of the box. Mm. That's great. I mean, things like that really. Mm do make it appealing don't they if you see something like the beaver builder logo on um on a website like that <laughs> yeah. in my case or you know if you're an elementor user and see the elementor logo and so on it does sort of sway yeah. you a little bit in that direction yeah 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 and uh yeah so the other thing well i haven't got that much experience so the other thing i probably mentioned earlier i don't know if i did motopress.com they've got hotelsbooking.com which is something i really tried out for to see if I could just on test sites to see for certain clients. And I just decided I was too scared to try and do this, offer it as a solution. But I think, you know, they do pretty well. They, they, they seem to, have, I don't know, maybe because they're quite affordable. They seem to have dominated that kind of space. Right. And they're available in two places on their site. And they're also available on Code Canyon as well. So um, there seems to be an awful lot of people who are using braver than me who i was gonna say i am this. not i am not going to be the person that would jump in with this but i'm not denigrating this product at all i'm sure it's fabulous no. but um it does some of the heavy lifting stuff that you mentioned like on their website they make the point that they they will sync um it says i channel yeah. uh, sorry i can yes. i cal channel management sync to airbnb booking.com home away which i've not heard of on TripAdvisor. it's probably probably all the major ones that you want. So, wow, amazing, amazing doing all that stuff in WordPress. But again, it's just you and I too scared, <laughs> too scared to take this one on. Yeah, I was really serious about it. That's why I was testing it out. So, um, but uh, yeah, too chicken to take on that yeah. job. Yeah. Um, Should <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talk, I mean, the ones, should we talk about the more generic ones in WordPress. The yeah. one that seems to have, have made a splash. Yeah, because these are, these, these are not really connected to any particular thing. So it's not connected mm. to WooCommerce. It's not connected to an event type of situation or a hotel type of situation. This is just 
you know, try try your hand at booking anything. You just sort of make up different categories and put yourself yeah. in those categories or your staff or your team or whatever it might be. Yeah. So what you were just saying, what was it? WP Amelia? Yeah. That's that's the one that do you know when I've seen people recently asking the question about looking for a solution, almost every time this has come up as we've used this, it's it, is doing the job that we wanted to do. So we, we both had a look at the, the website. One. Yeah, we both had mm. a look at the website just before recording, and and it really does claim to do an awful lot. And um, and if the if the sort of screenshots are anything to go by, it does it in an attractive way. And honestly, I think that really matters. I mean, I don't, I can't speak for the the quality of you know the reliability of it and so on. But the the way it looks is utterly fabulous you know you, there's no way yeah. anybody booking this is is going to have any sort of level of confusion there's lots of customization options as i mentioned earlier the sort of calendly which is my preferred interface it kind of mimics that in a mm. way um mm. it looks fabulous looks really good so that's that's wpamelia.com i expect that a lot of people are big fans of this maybe off the back of an appsumo deal i think they had an appsumo deal <laughs> yeah. a little while ago yeah. so and that always bolsters support doesn't it because it um you know people got on board and got a really good deal one that i have deployed is mm-hmm. um it's called simply schedule appointments way back when we yeah. um when we were launching our podcast i think it might be in the first 10 episodes or something we had the developers of simply schedule appointments on and uh, at that point it was they were launching they were launching their plugin and trying to get notoriety for it and i have actually used it i think twice and I've I've received no phone calls from the uh, from the people who are upon whose sites it is working, and every so often I go yeah. and log in and make sure everything's fine. And it seems that they're getting bookings completely reliably. That's simply schedule appointments. That works really well. They yeah. do all the usual stuff, you know, Google Calendar Sync and all that. And they've got uh, they've got quite a healthy roadmap for things that they're doing in the future, including sort of Teams and all that kind of stuff. So I can I can. I can recommend that one in as much as I've used it twice and it's worked perfectly. I tell you what scares me a little bit about these uh, systems here is because they'll have so many users with so many demands that I'm always a little bit fearful about how these plugins will grow themselves. So I think Amelia wins absolutely on the interface. It's so beautiful in the back end. I have seen it. I have installed it. There's a free version you can start off with, which is still fairly usable. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily need to start. So they've really nailed that. But also it's a constantly growing plugin, isn't it? And it's also just by the nature. And I think this is the problem with WordPress is that taking all these bookings fills up your database. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the issue, I think, probably with any of these. So the more successful they are and the better they are at providing this a kind of what you would expect from a SaaS, all of that loveliness inside of WordPress means the compromise is that you've got a large database, probably. Yeah. WordPress. Yeah. Which in a sort of sense segues us nicely into third party solutions, because if you if you if you want to. I think there is a really good business model if you've got something that you are happy to manage in using WordPress. But I also think there's a good business model in in some of these third-party systems. I mean, a lot of them will allow you to white label. A lot of them mm-hmm. um, will have complete recognition by the clients. And, you know, you might not make the money on the... on by doing, I don't know, a monthly mm-hmm. fee for, for using them or something. But you never know. There might be avenues to do that. The one that the one that I use most frequently um, is Book Like a Boss, which I got on an AppSumo deal. I don't know, maybe like four <laughs> years ago or something. It seems like ages ago, and I'm yep. really happy with it. They've been incrementally updating it. You know, nothing stratospheric, but they've recently <laughs> yeah. ad- added this ability for you to 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 add time slots into. What I mean by that is time durations into one booking type. Uh, up until about two weeks ago, if you set up a booking, it was for an hour or half an hour or 45 minutes or whatever. And, yeah. and and if somebody booked that, that's what they got. Where now they've added this option where you can set up 20 different time possibilities and the person booking you can say, well, I only need 10 minutes and they don't have to have a different appointment that they go to for 10 minutes. They just mm. select the 10 minute option. And you're off, and that that might be. I can see myself using that because people can judge for themselves how much time something's going to take. You know, I only want to speak to you for five minutes. Okay, but five minutes—that's fine. 
And, uh, yeah. you know, I can do that. So that's been really useful. I've also used Calendly quite a bit and been very happy mm-hmm. with that. The, these, the good thing about these is that they, they tend to have useful integrations with services like Zapier and so on. So mm. you can get them to do other things like create a Google Doc when somebody books something or what have you. You know, there's lots of external possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I, I, did I mention that I use Book Like a Boss as well? You, you have to me, but I don't know if you mentioned it on this podcast, but do you like it or not? I do. Yeah, you know, do. It's, 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 quite, it's quite ugly, isn't it? it? There's an option in there to make it less ugly. There's a, you can pick a, <laughs> there is a way, if you, I can't remember what you do. You go to like the light version of it and it removes most of their branding. Um, and it, that's a bit less ugly. Um, but Can yes, I, yes, I agree. I, I use it actually just for chats, chats before someone might want to officially book my time. And I've got it on my website and this just, it's not going to sound good, but, um, just recently <laughs> I've had a few appointments through this where people have booked chats. They've seen me somewhere else. And of course, what I've got in my mind when I put this on is that it's going to be my customers who want a new website. Oh. What people are doing is booking in for all sorts of things. Oh, just it. a chat. And just I'm, have a bit of a chat. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah kind of. I mean, you know, I need to specify that, but yeah. So, or rather, not so it it is about websites and it is about jobs but it's not the jobs that i have in mind right so yeah, yeah. um yeah so yeah recently i've had to sort of um i spent more time with book like a boss turning down appointments that people have booked well that is a nice feature in book like a boss is that you'll get an email yeah. and you can set it so that it goes to pending and the client yeah. who's booked it knows that and you have to approve it and when you approve yeah. it, they get an email to say it's been approved and so on. I, I like that feature because, yeah, exactly the same thing. Because it's publicly out on the internet, I've had moments where it's clearly been spammed or somebody's wanted to book an appointment and there's just no relationship between me and them. It's not even, it's pretty clear that a bot did it or something. And that might have consumed time in my calendar that somebody else yeah. then couldn't have booked. And so you have to approve it. And that, that's quite nice. I like that. You just click a button and it's done. And the thing I like about it, you mentioned this to me earlier, was the fact that it's got a very easy system where it will just, you can set when it's going to send a reminder email to people. You yeah. Know, so one day, two days yeah. or whatever before, or one hour before. Yeah. And, and particularly when I'm with Book Like a Boss, I'm using this for my free time. So this is so essential because they're not paying anything for that time in right. my case. And, you know, I can see then people cancel because they've just had the reminder and they realize that they can't make the appointment. But if I didn't have that, they would have just wasted my time. And right, I think exactly. That, yeah, so I've got it so, set up for, I think, for podcast appointments. I think they get one a week before and then an hour, yeah. then a day before and then an hour before. And it's it's not... It may be a bit over the top, but I just want to make sure that people do actually show up. And, and in every case, you know, I've yeah. never had any pushback. Stop spamming me. It's just, okay, that's fine. It's only, it's only a few. But it's it's a helpful little little service. It's really good. What else have we got in here? Simply Book Me. Simply Book Dot Me. Never heard of that one. Yeah, well, it's fairly new. And I, I the only reason I popped it there is because a few people, just a couple of people actually, have just said that they've tried it and it's really good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> you never know, do you, in uh, Facebook groups, whether it might be them. <laughs> do you know what, though? I'm, yeah. I've just popped onto their web page and instantly there's a feature on. It's not a feature, but if they've got a, a, an app for a, you know, Android or iOS, that, that gets me every time. I really like that because I do like to be able to set these things up on my phone. Book Like a Boss is done on a, a web interface and, you know, it's responsive and it works really well. But nevertheless, it's still all done in a browser. And, uh, you know, mm. if everything's optimized and uses the, the Google UI or the, you know, the Apple UI and the calendars work in that way, it's just much more straightforward. So I'm quite quite beguiled by that. I'll probably look at that more closely. But mm. I think it's one of these things that if it's not broken, I'm not going to try and fix it because everything in my book like a boss setup works and it just consumes so much time to, to rearrange it. We better get through this list quick because we're on about 50 mm. minutes. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about podcaster plus ah now this is something yeah this is this is a a thing that i've actually launched um (laughs) where you can book for podcasts and i've started using it for my own podcast and tell you what it's it's enlightened me um into how difficult this is to do the the the, especially getting authorization from google we only use google calendar to sync with we haven't got um the option to do 
uh, Office 365 or any Microsoft. It's just Google yeah, Calendar. Yeah. But honestly, the amount of permissions that you need, we had to keep sending yeah. videos back to Google to get them to authorize the app. It's at, it's now it's wow. now working. I, I've got to say, it's not as nice an interface as something like Calendly or um, Amelia that you mentioned. But that's just a work in progress at the moment. The Calendar functionality just works as a as a how should we say it as an added extra but it doesn't book yeah. the appointment itself it books some time in your calendar but it doesn't link up to the podcast but yeah podcaster plus keep your eyes peeled we'll see how this pans out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think we're, uh, that's probably enough to talk yeah. about the um, third parties because there's, there's endless ones that we just don't know about oh, you yeah. can book me as one i think you put in and yeah yeah yes there's absolutely ton. in fact probably if you just literally googled a booking or calendar booking app or something in Google, you'll get pages and pages, but there's there's enough there to be going on. Yeah. So what's your conclusion from all this? Do you want to use WordPress for booking or not? I do. Well, I'm happy with what I've got at the moment. I'm happy with my um, thing that's for WooCommerce. I think anything simple like that has been brilliant. And uh, it, without it, I wouldn't have been able to change my business model because it's so easy to send people to a, uh, a book in my time and get them to pay. So yes, for that, for anything else we've discussed where it gets more complex, I'm too coward. Yeah. And I think, yep. yeah, stay yep. away. Third parties. I think so too. I think for anything where it's mission critical, where there's lots of money that's not directly connected with you or your client, you know, people paying for large amounts of money for things. I think I'm just too nervous as well. Just use a, a third party app. The the cost of them is trifling compared to the cost of this stuff going wrong. And so I have installed WordPress bookings systems. I will continue to do so. But for anything mission critical, I'll probably be advising people to use SaaS. We're going to get shot down for this, of course, but fair enough well, I, I think so. that's yeah i think yeah and and speaking of which if you you know if you've strongly disagreed or if you've got any plugins that we haven't mentioned or SaaS apps that we haven't mentioned please do include them in the show notes so um as always sitting on the fence david uh, and yeah, i yeah. not really not you really met, you, you, there was one that, did you mention this actually one thing that you mentioned to me which i hadn't thought about so much oh. was the whole data protection issue yeah so i i know a few people who work in industries where I mean, it's not like they're spies or anything, but they, they're handling sensitive data. And mm. clearly, if this is a concern, you I don't put this stuff in your WordPress database. I just don't think you need to be doing it. So in, yeah. in the case that most pertinent to, to people that I know, they've just opted for, um, I think it's Microsoft Teams in order to do their yeah. bookings because they've got the due diligence done and obviously... There's probably all sorts of uh, privacy policies and terms of service that they've read and they know where the data is being kept and so on. So, yes, it's a big concern. Obviously, it's just going into a WordPress database and and history shows that uh, WordPress databases yeah. can be compromised and siphoned and amended and hacked and so on. So just be careful yeah. of that. Yeah. OK. Mm. Do you think we're done? I do. Yes, Okey that's doke. enough. Yes, that's A yes. done. We're going to have B in a fortnight. B is going to be for something, um, but we'll find out what it is <laughs> in a fortnight. Nice one, David. Okay, bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. One episode down, 25 more episodes to go in our new podcast series, the A to Z of WordPress. I guess it'll be B next time. Join us for that. In the meantime, we will be back on Monday for the WP Builds This Week in WordPress. It'll be live over at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. Join me and Paul Lacey as we talk about the WordPress news with some special guests. We'll then repurpose that, put it out as a podcast episode and a newsletter. That all happens on a Tuesday. So wpbuilds.com forward slash live this coming Monday. We'll, of course, have a podcast episode for you next Thursday as well. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. You can use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. Go and check it out. Get a free demo at absplittest.com. Alrighty, I hope that you have a good week. Stay safe, 
stay inside might be some good advice at this time. We're getting closer to Christmas, so nobody wants to get ill in the run-up to Christmas. So, as I said, stay safe. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now. I will fade in some dreadful, cheesy music. Come on.